Hello everyone and welcome to the Unformed Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and with me, I have Ethan. How's it going, buddy? Dude, I'm good. I'm, I'm sick, but other than that, I'm good. Hey, that's alright. As long as you're still alive, we need you. That's true. That's hey, true. Jonah, how's it going? hey And Jared, what's up? What's up, dude? I'm also sick, but like... I'm sick. Oh, jeez. Winter sucks. Nice. Uh, no, he's sick like cool. Nice. But speaking well. of winter, today's topic, we're going to speak on eggnog. Specific, oh, eggnog. Specific, Let's uh, go. Specifically, the eggnog riot. Uh, have you guys heard of anything about eggnog or the eggnog riot? I'm uh, about six cups deep right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eggnog is a delicious drink. I think I've had hot hot nog before really <laughs> i think so at like a christmas event oh nice i'm not sure if you guys heard um there's a guy by the name of uh, george washington if you guys does that ring a bell maybe a liberty uh, bell is that the uh the president he, of china is, is he the one who he was a president the cherry was that? tree are you thinking of george bush uh well that is a george uh, no, that's the first black president of the United States. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no. But he created his own recipe for eggnog in the old – he actually wrote it in the old <laughs> farmer's almanac. And it no, included really? one – Yeah, and included one quart of heavy cream, one quart – Yeah, one quart of milk, 12 what? tablespoons of sugar, one what? pint of brandy – Oh, half a pint of whiskey. Oh, Jesus. Half a pint of Jamaican rum. Jesus. And a quarter pint of sherry. And eggs Where's can vary. Egg? I've seen 12 eggs. So this is this is, this is is what George Washington, he liked to add alcohol to his eggnog especially. So this is his, supposed to be a secret recipe, but he put it in the Old Farmer's Almanac after a while. So that was his Christmas tradition. Have you guys heard of anything about George Washington's recipe before... No, but is that the first time it was in, alcohol was introduced to eggnog? From what I know, no, that is not the first time. That was a lot of stuff in the recipe. Oh, for sure. Especially once you started naming all the, all the booze that was in there, uh, you know, one of those, and you're good. Yeah, I, I thought it was very fascinating. Now, when you were in your research, did you recreate this drink just to kind of see what it would do for uh, you? I, I wish I could. Uh... Have a little bit while I'm explaining it to you, but uh, I need to be a little <laughs> sober for this one, for sure. But <laughs> uh, moving on to the topic at hand with the eggnog riot. Very good. And what's very interesting is this riot took place at West Point in New York in 1826 from December 24th to December 25th, which is Christmas Day. So... Uh, there are some major players and factors of history that are that actually take place. Oh, that's when George Washington invaded over the Delaware River. Oh, that did, that did happen, but that doesn't uh, play into this, though. Okay. You're right. You're right. No, no, you're correct, but but I, I'm <laughs> focusing on a few other uh, important political figures. <laughs> Not to say George Washington. Someone's a history important. buff. Your point is still valid. Um, but concerning this story. There are rebels among the cadets at West Point because Colonel uh, Sylvanius Thayer 
he was a superintendent at West Point, and he prohibited the use of alcohol in eggnog. And everywhere um, around them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, people, citizens were drinking, you know, uh, eggnog or rum with Good eggnog and uh, whiskey with eggnog. Uh, essentially, alcohol mixed with eggnog, and soldiers weren't allowed. Especially, they would get court-martialed if they went across the Hudson River and went to the tavern and got drunk off there if they got faded. So, yeah, it was a big no-no for sure. Uh, they would get a slap on the wrist and send them their way. So, another player involved uh, who was uh, watching the cadets was Captain Alan Hitchcock. So, that's another one that I'll probably bring up during the an- anecdote. Ant- ant- anecdote, yeah. That's how you say oh. anecdote. During this little story, Christmas story, if you will. So, because they prohibited alcohol and it was supposed to be alcohol-free liquor, there were a few cadets that went out on December 22nd to prepare for the festivities and have a huge, essentially a huge drinking party on Christmas Eve. So, and one of them was Jefferson Davis. Now, Jefferson Davis... I'll get to you later because he played a big part in history. Um, him and a few other cadets went across the river, um, and um, yeah, I mean they they got a boat from somebody essentially, and they what they did was they brought back four around four gallons of whiskey. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, it's absurd. Yeah, and there is a story that. When they came back, they bribed a security officer with essentially a quarter and a dime, if you will, or 35 cents, <laughs> which is kind of crazy if that happened. It would only take 35 cents to bribe someone, but back then that was worth a lot. But uh, there's also other stories that say that didn't happen, but it's kind of interesting to think that did happen. So, um, so essentially, they brought this liquor back. Um, the, risk, the whiskey, they actually... Brought whiskey and rum as well, and they strategically hid it within the north barracks, uh, under the bunkers and in spots that were uh, not seen to the naked eye. So, essentially, they waited till midnight, um, very late evening of the of Christmas Eve, and. This is when Captain Alan Hitchcock, from what I've done research, he was supposed to be watching over the cadets. Uh, there were patrols that made sure everyone was in line. Um, however, that's when the festivities kicked off. And cadets were starting to heavily drink and they were starting to sing shanties, sing songs, and they would get a little rough, do some rough housing. And then Alan Hitchcock, he was actually sleeping and he woke up and the, the they were the cadets were getting very boisterous around 4 a.m. on Christmas morning. And he went up to them and he <laughs> what's funny is the cadets scurried and they went into their cots and they put the blankets over their heads and acted like Oh, nothing's wrong. Nothing's going on. But it was very—it was blatantly obvious that something was amok. There was something going down. 
and he yelled at them, told him, uh, Hitchcock told him to get back to bed, and what was, it, it was uh, almost a wild goose chase, or whack-a-mole, if you want to say, because after he told that group to go back to bed, he went into another part of the barracks, and there were other a group of rebels that would uh, start drinking. And they were all up. Being loud or rambunctious. What was that? They were all up? They just like, started getting up and started drinking? Oh, yeah. They were drinking several rooms. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, and uh, it was funny because Jefferson Davis, <laughs> he came into one of the rooms, and uh, he was like, oh, Hitchcock's here. Put away the liquor or put away the whiskey. And uh, Hitchcock came right behind him, and he's like, Davis, he's like, he said pretty much to Davis, get back to your room, and Davis obeyed. So really? that is important to note. You know, um, that that reminds me, if I may interject here, it reminds me of the time I was out with my mates, and uh, this big guy comes up to me, and he said, hey, you can't be doing that here. And we were, you know, drinking outside 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. And I said, who's going to stop me? What, you? And mind you, this guy was probably six foot five, you know, 350 pounds. He was a big guy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I just, I just punched him in the face. And uh, yeah, knocked him out cold with one hit, two hits. Me hitting his face, him hitting the ground. The rest is it. That's it, bro. Oh wow! I didn't even know that happened. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, what's interesting? Uh, Alan Hitchcock went into the room and tried to dispel the festivities, and uh, they would get louder, more rambunctious, and he could not control them. So. Uh, at one point, the there was a rumor going around through the cadets that bombarders or bombardiers would come. So that's essentially that's the artillery uh, side of the barracks, or the artillery group. So they got the impression that uh, stronger, heavy, uh, heavy guns would come to quell the rebellion, if you will. Okay. Which was. Not actually the case. Um, they called for backup, but they didn't call for that actual regiment. So that made, that actually made the riot and all the fighting ensue um, towards the high-ranking officers. So uh, Alan Hitchcock was unfortunately knocked out with uh, a large piece of wood. And oh. actually, uh, I'm going to back up a little bit. Before that, there is a rumor or part of the story where he was trying to force his way into a door, and some drunken, uh, eggnog drunken cadet uh, pulled his pistol out and shot at the almost the door frame, in a way. What? And but he didn't mean to. He meant to shoot like at Hitchcock, but someone uh, supposedly bumped into him or he misfired. And he shot the so door that frame. Was interesting. Yeah. So no, he, he almost the door frame. Yeah, it was almost the door frame. It was it was near the door. Oh, it was, it was pretty close to Hitchcock. So, uh, from what I did research, it seemed like it was before he got knocked out. So, it was pretty chaotic, and it gets even worse because oh, glasses shattered. Oh boy, banisters are ripped. Eggnog everywhere. <laughs> like the whole banister is ripped from the the stairwell. Um, yeah, so it, it gets pretty crazy, and. After all this, they they line up, and the aftermath is during brunch. Everyone, all, all the sober people, out of those two hundred sixty around two hundred sixty cadets that were at the barracks, around ninety cadets cad, cad, 
around 90 cadets were involved. So they did a whole investigation and 19 cadets were punished and they were court-martialed as a result. And like I said, Jefferson Davis was involved and he actually was not charged. Why? He was At first he was arrested, but he was not charged. Um, for one, from what I read, he obeyed orders and he was actually one of the masterminds. Like I said, he was the mastermind behind it. But how did he get away with and it? I... Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I have no clue. If I was there, maybe I could tell you, but it was pretty sly. And that sounds sneaky to me. Some don't seem right there. <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty uh, smart, clever, witty fella. Uh, so he tried to testify for people who the people who were uh, being court-martialed, but uh, to no avail. So, like I said, they got court-martialed. So Jefferson Davis. Jefferson Davis would go on after this to become the Secretary of War or what is known as the Secretary of Defense for Franklin Pierce, the president. And after that, he would serve in Congress. And then he would later become the president of the Confederacy around 1860, 1861. So that is pretty fascinating. And also, I found out that Robert E. Lee was involved. And he was the general of the Confederacy. So Lee's army. And he was he wasn't charged either. So if both those guys were charged, um, put in jail, who knows if the Civil War could have happened? It could have been with different leaders. Who knows? Uh, the whole fate, the whole course of history, could have been changed. Yeah, the whole country could be different right now. Exactly. So you guys That's have any crazy, comments, man? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. So eggnog, man, that could really start some uh, crazy parties, it sounds like, huh? Oh, definitely, yeah. Uh, I recommend, from what I've seen, too, it makes sense because eggnog is very dairy Eggnog is dairy-heavy, dairy-dense dairy dairy because of the amount of eggs that are put within it and also the milk. So if... Because I've read stories online that if you chug too much, you're going to feel sick. There's one story of how um, a boss told a co-worker, hey, don't leave yet. Uh, chug this egg eggnog. And <laughs> he did. And he was in a hospital for several days because of it. Because his body couldn't. That sounds like my old fraternity days. So. You know that sounds like, it sounds like Jared's old uh, <laughs> drinking days. Frat dirties. What do you mean old? Jared is 32 now. Oh my gosh. He still looks young. He's still talking about when he was 22. Uh, 10 years ago. It's always good to reminisce sometimes. Best days of my life. <laughs> and you know what's also interesting? December 24th is National Eggnog Day. Really? Christmas Eve? Yeah. Is there any, uh -huh. is there, is there any correlation between the two? Uh, <laughs> I would like to think so because of the riot. That's why, but... I do not know for sure. <laughs> That'd be funny if it was because of the riot. Yeah, it would be hilarious. So, what do you guys think? Do you have any comments, questions? Oh, I'm not. I'm not too particularly happy that that whole riot ensued. Um, I'd like to think better of my, you know, founding fathers, and I don't want to picture them as some drunken idiots with some eggs. I think Jonah. I think Jonah has the same thoughts as me. 
Yeah, I, you know, what my brother says, my brother Ethan, uh, you know, I agree with. You never want to see somebody with egg on their face. Exactly. And, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's uh it, it honestly the whole thing sounds riveting and uh i'm just glad i wasn't around I'm, yeah i'm disappointed to hear like that happened in my in my country's past no just so just to clarify what you're saying yeah. every year when you or anybody but you drink eggnog you are honoring this event is that accurate i mean yeah we do think we so you're honoring. Uh, I can't. It's I don't like see, a, I don't a toast that. to them. No, I mean we're not necessarily honoring it. I mean, it's an event to remember, and it's a reminder to not what? indulge as you our drink, fellow you, cadets did back in 1926 at West Point. You drink champagne on New Year's to honor the New Year's. That's you true. eat a Snickers on Halloween to honor the history of halloween yeah. you eat a turkey on thanksgiving to honor the you know the breaking of bread and the, the you know mm-hmm. that uh and you drink eggnog to honor this is that accurate i mean with your logic that makes sense it makes total sense that does make so sense. yeah so yeah, in a way you are right yeah. you forget about me drinking eggnog are, ever again zach you thanks you are to you endorsing <laughs> this oh jeez Oh, I gotta shoot. say, Zach, I, I didn't know you had this in you to to endorse this kind of thing. It's um, that, that's why I love doing this with you guys because I learn out some, I learn something new about you guys every week, and um, I never knew that you felt this way. I didn't either. Fish. I didn't either. I am a severely heavy drinker, and I need help. As always, like I said, drink responsibly. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks, and we'll have. A great episode in store for you next week. Or two. So. Or three. Thank you. Peace out. Bottoms up. Stay fresh. Rock and roll. Frost. Who are you, who are you just taking a selfie, Jonah? What is that? Total tongue out. <laughs>